This week in league, Trent Barrett joins the Newcastle Knights to plan a breakaway league where the ultimate prize is credit you didn't fucking earn. Bryce Cartwright fulfills his destiny as he advises Mal on the best way to perform 90th trimester abortions. Bad news for the Panthers as Brent Naden treats scoring tries like his uncle treats women in Dubbo. Plus, we look ahead to all the action for round 21 of the 2019 NRL season. All that more this week in league. Welcome to episode 330 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. How are you doing, sir? Swag. <laughs> Fair to say that um, story time last week <laughs> yeah, we, you know, proved to be educational yes. for, for uh, a large portion of, I dare say, all of the listenership. I mean, because the thing is, anything that came through wasn't like, let me tell you about the time I blah, blah, blah. like it was all just like what the fuck? <laughs> so so I guess yes. the, the first, you know and we need to set the expectations accordingly you, you know you, you're not you're not gonna you're not fucking a furry you know every week or no. or, or multi, so no. so it's not gonna be like it, yeah uh, it's not gonna be the you know the Muppet show every week but, yeah um, no so so this week just to, just to clarify you didn't like fuck Teddy Ruxpin or something. Didn't go, down to, didn't, go, didn't go down to Build-A-Bear and fucking <laughs> jerk off into, into the, some fucking dehydrated bear cops. I'm the reason that company's now in liquidation. <laughs> yeah. I was, uh, sir, it's Build-A-Bear, not Fill-A-Bear. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you like Teddy Ruxpin on there. You, you got it. You know what Teddy Ruxpin was. Yeah, but I'm old enough to remember what a cassette tape was. I can't even remember what Teddy Ruxpin was, so I just remember that it was a thing he back was, in the day. I think my sister the, might have one. The creepy fucking Children of the Corn Bear. It's like Chucky except the bear. But yeah, like he had a cassette tape in it. It was actually a cassette, was it? It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't just like a. No, it was, it was a, like a rom or something. He, just he re- was the one because he had a cassette tape in it, and, and like he'd had an hour of. Oh, and it'd tell stories or some shit. Yeah, yeah, okay, like that. Yeah, but you'd have to be paying attention because he'd yeah. like ask you a question. If he didn't answer in time, he'd just. Keep going on the script. Well, yeah. okay, you, yeah. Yeah, it was Unsurprisingly, eight. you know a lot about Teddy Ruxpins. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> if you pull the uh, if you pull the the cassette mechanism out, it makes a surprisingly snug fuckhole. <laughs> <laughs> so, dude, do you remember those little things that used to turn the cassette? If you yes. stick that up the jap side and press fast forward. <laughs> yeah, you you basically turn your fucking dick into fettuccine. <laughs> <laughs> other yes. thing I learned last week, mm. apart from like you know just some rudimentary emerging emerging fucking well, facts so from the world of the furries, this, this was it was my education as well. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, and you, yeah, you're a good bloke passing um, it on to the, the, yeah. the wider populace. Well, what's the point of knowledge if you can't bestow it upon others? Exactly, exactly. But one thing I did learn last week, and uh, not from yourself, and this is in the aftermath of the show. Yes, is how many fucking people out there in the world legitimately believe that the Muppet Manamana song is called like Phenomenon or Phenomena <laughs> and people are tweeting and, and sending messages about oh I got this fucking Phenomena song about, and I'm like what are you talking about like LL Cool J <laughs> it's something like a Phenomena <laughs> I'm like what, what the fuck is LL Cool J does, does he is he a furry does he does he fuck stuffed animals see there's there's the difference in our history you, <laughs> you think LL Cool J I think Duran Duran 
Oh, fucking that Eli Cool J. I mean, that was like after he was good. You know, I know. That, that was like the beginning of the end. That was like fucking, that was like the 2011 Spinal Series of the West Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah, very, very, very enlightening. Do you have a story time of it? I mean, obviously, you know, um, yeah, we've, we've established there's no, it's not, uh, it's not, uh, Muppet Babies this week, but, uh, did, do you have anything, anything you wish to share for your, uh, your, your uh, thirsty fan base? I d- oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I went out for dinner. Yeah. With someone and and through the the initial chatting you know new one or yeah okay um it it was obvious that she had a kid and yep. had a kid and then all these things and it, so it was never going to work <laughs> no um got immediate soft on all of these verbiages about you know her kid and did this and did this with her kid and da, 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 da. And it was like she was talking the singular. Okay. So then she mentioned a daughter. Oh, so singular is in one child. In and one then, child. Yeah. And she's mentioned a daughter. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's cool. Sorry. I only thought you had the one. I didn't know you had two. She said, no, I don't have two. I have five. Wow. Okay. So my first husband. Uh, and, and additional and two. two my f- second. Wow, like see, like fucking the old woman that lived in it, like the, the quote, the, the great, the great Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> There's an old woman who lived in a shoe. She had so many children, her uterus fell out. Oh, <laughs> so yes, um, yeah, and seven, seven. That's quite a, that. That's that's a, a real, real raise the bat moment, mm. and not religious. Yeah, so it's not a fucking Catholic thing. Not like forty eight years old or, or no, younger than me. Okay, mm. so busy, industrious, mm. productive. Fucks. Yeah, <laughs> Put, puts out. Yeah. Well, you go. Well, she got runs um, on the board. This night is pretty much a sure thing. <laughs> we get ready for number eight. <laughs> but what I didn't think of was, and and I'm gonna coin a phrase here that I used, um, well that I heard that describes it perfectly. Um, I'd highly advise anyone that's in that situation to leave the lights off because after seven kids during intercourse, a vagina looks like a horse trying to eat a sugar cube. Um, so were you giving this advice? This is this is post this this is post advice for our benefit because you did not heed the advice. This is this is more like a recap than yeah, okay. than the unbridled enthusiasm I had for discovering <laughs> this other world. Um, but my mission um, this week is I have matched with a grandma. Oh yes, I mean you've yeah yes, you, you have shared you've shared yes. the screenshot of that. Yep. So, um, gilf. Yes. As they say. Yes. Except, like, more, a gilf that's, like, more ilfier than Wayne's gilf because, I mean, she still looked like, a, you know. Yeah. She's still like an old, yeah. you know, all the, you know, too, you know, I don't want to say too old. That's, that's terrible. 
Never too old, I suppose. <laughs> as they say. <laughs> as long as you can self-lubricate. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. So, this one. And this is this is a straightforward gilf. Like, this is not a gilf that wants to dress up like a no. mother hubbard and you dress up like a wolf or something. Well, no, no, I don't think uh, so. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I think, I think it's just pretty straightforward. Okay, cool. Yeah, the fucking, you know, <laughs> you know, guide fucking, <laughs> guide Little Red Riding Hood through the fucking forest to, to you know, deliver the, you know, the, yeah. the basket to grandma. No. Okay. Cool. Interesting. Yes. All right. So, keep so that's two weeks in a row straight. All I'm going to say is now you've got, now you've got a fan base. <laughs> you've, you've established you know, a, a sea of interested parties. Yes. So. Which is perfect time. I really should put this behind a paywall. Yeah, <laughs> just to open a Patreon or something. Stepdad, <laughs> black label. <laughs> oh man, what was that? Do you remember that show used to be on the the radio, Doctor Feelgood? Yes, like, yes. I think she was that woman, like yeah. like sex therapist. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Like Doctor Ruth, Australian version. Of, and and yeah. it was, and it was on like at ten o'clock. Yeah, like a Sunday was, or something. I feel like it was oh. ages ago. So, I don't know whether I was like old enough for that sort of show, but it, oh, it felt like it was on. It was on late. Oh, I but definitely not wasn't, late, but not late enough. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> like nine o'clock or something. Yeah, <laughs> it was, I remember the, the fine art of listening to your radio through your pillow. <laughs> so you like smothered out the sound. Thought you were fucking like some C- CIA level. <laughs> You just you you interpreting the words from, like, from the vibrations. <laughs> oh dear. Mm. Um, news news this week. I didn't actually write anything down, but I I, I, I dare say that um, it would be worth. I don't have the article in front of me, but this is the headline alone made me fucking laugh. About, uh, Trent Barrett trying to. I I feel like because I didn't read the article, I feel like a. <coughs> At some, at somewhat, you know, I'm at the risk of being unfair. Perhaps the journalist was a buzz, like maybe you know, led led him down a path where he sort of asked questions and yeah, you know, to generate to generate headlines. But the the gist of the was that Trent Barrett feels like he deserves credit for the way Manly going. I'm, this I'm sure deep down Trent does, but it it was definitely phrased to him where. Would it be fair to say that their performance this year, you know, owes a lot of credit to the work that you did over the last- no, it's, not, it's not even shit like that. It's, and if he says yes, then it's, you know what I mean? You know, but there were, I mean, I believe that there were quotes in there though as well, like- No, 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 there yeah. are quotes. But it seems like, you know, so I can't help but feel you're slightly responsible uh, for okay. the form. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Do you agree? Yeah. I mean, I did see one thing that, uh, the, yeah, he's, uh, you know, he, he brought, you know, no one wanted Moses Zulian, he brought him into the club. Yeah, and guess what? He played like a fucking pack of shit and was almost fucking shipped out like round three this year by Denny. But see, the reality- turned him into a player, though. The reality is, if a coach turned, it, it's the no-lose situation for Dez, and that's yeah. why Dez took that job at Manly. Yeah. Because if Dez finishes fucking last this year, he goes, yeah. not my roster. Yeah. Trent brought him in. Yeah. And- yeah, he starts doing well, and yeah. it's, well, he and had then, these players and didn't do it, and now look what I've done with them. And yeah, and the flip side is the eternal glory that he's like, so he's turned no Silly loose. into a player, turned Brad Park into yeah. a fucking strike centre. Yeah. And, <laughs> and um, 
don't know. Was there any other news, news things you want to talk uh, about? There was, there was, was the Ramian. Um, we've got a couple Exodus. of bits. Oh, yeah, because that was... Like I feel like that happened last week, or had it just maybe he was dropped last week for, on the Tuesday of the team, yes. and then he, uh, you know, subsequently, you know, on the Wednesday or Thursday or whatever, whatever you know, it was, the and yeah, yeah, because I remember it was. I, I remember speaking about it last week in terms of when we were doing the previews that oh Newcastle have made like seven changes and dropped four guys and you know mm. fucking blah blah yep. blah. But um, has that helped? The news, yeah, news just in. Uh, is that uh, Sam Burgess has escaped suspension, and uh, after being after being faced with the potential of his eighth ban of his Australian career, Jesus. and so this was a, a grade two high tackle on young uh, Matt Moylan on Saturday night, mm-hmm. and uh, instead he was given a nineteen hundred dollar fine after they reduced his offence to a grade one misdemeanour after hearing more than an hour of debate. So why is it that he had it reduced to a fine? Yet Maloney's been suspended for a trip. Yep. Yet other players and, and other players trip and get yeah, trip okay. and get a fine. Let me see. He uh, Maloney, in his defence, he said that he only had eyes for the ball, and he was attempting to tow the ball through the line to force a scrum rather than give them clean possession and an attacking opportunity. Which is exactly um, what he was doing. Wrong footed by the bounce of the ball, he then tried to make a traditional front on tackle on Marshall King. Um, and then he's saying, I've been in the game a long time and never saw this as a tripping. And uh, Jeff Bellew cut him off and said, you know, irrelevant. And uh, what's he done? Well, here we go. Maloney's defence also didn't wash with his own legal counsel, the esteemed Nick Gabar, who twice felt compelled to intervene to stop the Blues playmaker from making a mess of his case. <laughs> so it sounds like Jimmy just started fucking going. Yeah, he's just going off. Yeah. And uh, so... So he said he's no physics expert. He'd made the decision to kick the ball. He can't pull out. And if Marshall hadn't have picked the ball up, then his foot would have made smack bang contact with yeah. the ball. Uh, so his actual legal defense you know, claimed he was in no way acting recklessly and pointed out that carelessness was not enough for, to warrant a suspension. I presume that would be a, yep. a fine in that case. Um and because he grabbed Marshall King's shoulder, it proved he was trying to make a tackle. Yep. Uh, but and said that you know, if anything, the referee's report said it was an attempted trip, not an actual trip. Jesus. But in less than ten minutes, uh, they came back with the decision, and in this occasion, it was Mal Cochran, Dallas Johnson, and Tony Pulitzer, uh, and uh, came back in uh, ten less than ten minutes, out for a week. Fucking at two, Tony. I was going to say, Jesus, Judas. What are you doing, Tony? There's yeah. a pair of fucking prayer circles. Melts cunts brains. Yeah. He's one of those fucking tra-la-la. What the situation is, is probably he's like, well, fucking, obviously I've got some ties and, you know, history, history yeah. and emotional connection to the club. Yeah. So therefore I must go over the other way. And if the, you know what I mean? I can go to prove he's not being biased. Dallas Johnson. Go right over the other Dallas side. Dallas Johnson got to the microphone and told everyone he had a voucher for a free large fries and coke. Well, well this is the thing. You've got Mal Cochran, who's, you know, fucking not the youngest guy anymore, yeah. I mean, considering when he was playing the game in the 80s or whatever. And then you've got, you've got Tony Pulitua, who's trying with purposely it, yeah. to be super non-biased, like so with, he's probably saying, with Mal yeah, Cochran, give him a week. They'd probably just consider that a, a win if he doesn't use the word poof. Yeah. During a fucking yeah, and Dallas Johnson, I mean, he's a casting vote, but I mean, like, I mean, that guy's got, he's so fucking scrambled, like, you know, he's he's the he's the he's the ghost of fucking Christmas future of fucking Isaiah Yo, and 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 so people just say shit to him, he's yeah. just like, 
Okay. Yeah, it, it is what it is. Pudding. So. <laughs> so, yeah, a week. And, I mean, on the back of, you know, a couple of losses in a row and, uh, you know, with Kikau being out, I mean, he comes uh, back and then they lose Maloney. So. The, the thing that fucks me off here is listening to that seems to be a common thread here in that Burgess got off because of his legal team and Panthers haven't provided a significant or, or acceptable defence two cases in a row. Because it wasn't oh, yeah. so much that- I almost feel like the backlash of the kick-out thing- Should have got him has meant, has meant that a lot of other stuff afterwards hasn't been punished as severely yeah. as it would have been otherwise. Yep. 100%. Uh, so, but then you get Maloney gets a week where, like I said, other people have been getting fines and- hmm. yeah, and, and I mean, we've, there's the amount of times on this show this year that we've said- don't you, you remember back when like tripping was like the worst fucking yeah. thing you could do? You like send off, blah, blah, yeah. Like Josh Maguire fucking eye gouged somebody and got a fine. Yeah, yeah. Can't eye gouge someone a couple times and got a fine. Yeah. So yeah, and and I'll bleed on and on and on. I'm not refs folding because it's Penrith. All I fucking want is consistency. I'll cop any ruling that's handed it's not, down. It's not even refs fault though. I mean, the, the game is is done and dusted. This is a whole this is judicial fault. fault. Yeah, so but, this uh, week you have a judicial fault card. You would like you had the last two weeks with Kickout not being there. I'm not sure. Well, yeah, actually, you know what? Kickout probably would have made all the di- I mean, his, his, one, his yeah. one try last week would have made all the difference. Exactly. So. Um, but, yeah, it... And I, I... I'm still unsure as to why in a game that's so rife with gambling... Yep. ...that no one's actually gone at the NRL... Because all of their decisions would be- oh, like, a, a, a gambler. A gambler or- Saying a, I've lost or, money or-, or a syndicate, yeah. Yeah, okay. You go, Adam. Um, you know, for all the times that I oh, will- Yeah, the, the wrong call was made here and yeah, we're really sorry about that. Yeah. I wonder how that is out legally. But, but it's a fucking- It's dangerous ground because all of their decisions from the judiciary would have to be on record. Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's how it's, you know they work out prior and yeah, you know the rest so, of it and carryovers and stuff. Anyway. So yeah. it is what it is. It is. Any other st- interesting stories that we want to talk about that happened through the week? I f- I find the new stuff. I, I tend to avoid and you know re- recoil a bit from the from the news. But um, we've got some inductees coming to the NRL Hall of Fame later in the month. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the way they're doing the Hall of Fame now, you get one representative from broadcast media, print media, and administration going to the group alongside up to four players is you know is that potentially too so every much? year you get one journo from print right yeah but i mean like when you've been talking about broadcasting i mean is it is it one if there's a criteria met or is it like in six years That's time fucking brayton ast is going to be in there like <laughs> honestly tell you what <laughs> The year that fucking Andy Raymond's inducted. <laughs> I saw him having a sook on Facebook about it. Actually. I will fucking be in there <laughs> rioting. Or no, I'll be having a peaceful protest, as is my right, with a sign that says, Dobbers wear nappies, wet ones too. Marching yeah. back and forth. That will fucking, that will, that will absolutely, that'll show him too. Yeah, fucking absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, you know, I'm sure that you could, you, go through the fucking Martin Scorsese back catalogue and find something really fucking cool and sinister to say about people snitching. <laughs> no. I don't need any of that shit. 
He knows that he's a low-down fucking dobber. Martin Scorsese can get fucked because in this country, (laughs) snitches. What's a fucking snitch? We don't have snitches here. What about a rat? We have fucking dobbers. (laughs) Dog cunts. Dog cunts. Yeah, you can find something there. Dog cunt. dobbing dog cunt. (laughs) I feel like you're mixing like the fucking year three with- Not you three. <laughs> <laughs> you dibba dobba dog cunt. <laughs> I don't know why it was Kiwi accent in there. Because <laughs> 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 Kiwis are like children. In fact, that they're dumber than grown-ups in Australia. <laughs> and they say words funny and it's a bit cute. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so... It, so yeah, so we're gonna get yeah Ray Ray Warren for the the broadcast side of things. Yep, we get uh, Frank uh, Frank Hyde from the print, and then Rex uh, Frank Hyde. I mean Frank Hyde, Rex and Frank and Ray are all great fucking. Oh, they're the, they're the broadcasting guy. Oh, they're in line for it. Okay, cool. So, oh, do do you think that they don't put? I think they put Frank Hyde in this time, and I think they hold off on Ray until he's not until he active. And, yeah, until yeah. he's not active in the That's game it. anymore. Um, Rex, you know, yeah, he's great, but I think he can't. He doesn't hold a, a fucking candle to Frank Hyde though, just for for sheer longevity as well. Yeah, you know, exactly. like there's there's no chance. So the uh, what do we got here for the the? Also, it- also George Lovejoy and David Morrow. See David Morrow again, still very active in the game. I mean, he's still yeah. on ABC Grandstand every week, so he's he won't get in this time surely. Um, the print one is uh, Fralingos, Ian Heads, Jeff Pranter, Gary Lester, Roy Masters, Claude Corbett, Jack Reardon, Laurie Kearney, and John O'Grady. Yeah, Fralingos. Yeah, he's he's dead, right? But see, here's my thing. Regardless yep. of who gets in this year, cause yep. Fuck. To to be perfectly frank, I don't know why the fuck. Journos are being spoken about for a sporting hall of fame. It feels like a concession to something, doesn't it? I, I have no fucking idea. Yeah. And they do it in the States. Do they do it on the same level, though? Like, I mean, every year putting that many guys in there, but also in the States, you're dealing with a much wider. Exactly. Economies of scale. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. So, through economies of scale, you know, also each team yeah. has their own hall of fame. You know, or yeah, has yeah, their own. Or like yeah, for like so like Atlanta Falcons have like you know like ring, the Ring of Honor sort of thing, which That's is it. like the the highest thing like an ex player can get sort of put and through. Each yeah. team, in a lot of cases, has their own announcer or commentator for their home games, like they do in the NRL. It's but crazy. It's, it's like, a much bigger thing in the states. Yeah, but even even more so in the states, they'll have like once again only speaking from my experience, but I know from listening to away games and stuff, it's it's uh, it's across the board. Like uh, when before I would get the NFL Game Pass, I'd look, be looking for like you know free streams of like you know mm. like radio telecast, mm-hmm. and so they would have like you know the Falcons radio network, which would be all these stations you could choose from one of them, and there's one like at Alabama. You know, that was always the top of the list or whatever that was easiest to get. And I'd do that. And the commentators on that, yep, it was like they were the commentators of Falcons Radio Network. And so they're, they're guys that report on the Falcons, commentate Falcons games from yeah. a biased Falcons standpoint. And yeah. then there'd be times when they'd be away and it'd be like the fucking, you know, the, the Minnesota fucking Vikings, yeah. whatever their network is. And those cunts are bitching nonstop about the yeah. other, like, and, you know, picking up their own. And I'm like, fuck these cunts. I don't want to listen to this fucking bullshit version. But the other thing. Where that doesn't fucking watch, and I hope it's not the case where it's, you know, one every year. Yeah. How many new players do you get into the NRL every year? A plethora. And how many new journalists enter the journalism arena every year? 
I dare say a decreasing, an ever decreasing amount. Yeah, year on be, year. Yeah, you know, hashtag learn to code. Um, <laughs> but oh, great! Now he just got fucking kicked off the internet. <laughs> Sorry, folks, we are now cancelled. <laughs> hashtag us too. <laughs> Now we're going to have to let fucking Louis C.K. masturbate in front of us to get back on. (laughs) 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 But which is better than the alternative. (laughs) Having cocktails served by fucking Bill Cosby. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I would rather watch a pasty fat oranga pull his dick than get raped by Bill Cosby. I forget who it was. There was someone I was listening and they had a Cosby joke. It, you would have been talking about um, uh, the latest series of comedians in cars getting coffee. And I reckon yeah. someone was talking about it. And they were saying- Like Eddie was, had to talk about, was talking like, about it and someone and else- they set it up that was Bill Cosby was a clean working comedian. Yeah. And he told lots of other comedians. Oh, you don't. Yeah, how you much can't. he hated swearing. Yeah, he hated swearing. Couldn't stand. Could not abide swearing. And no one swears more than a conscious woman getting raped. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't remember who fucking said that. But it was, it was brilliant. Yeah. 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 The timing. Yeah. Yeah. The Ricky Gervais was all time. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I digress. Yeah. Yeah. So full fame, good. Too much media. Fuck bad. Unless we get to run in there, fuck, let's start campaigning for that. Could you imagine that? Can we though? Tom Gleason that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'd be looking at the nomination and they'd be like, you got to be fucking shitting me. Then we can claim conspiracy. Oh. Sounds like fucking a, a, an attack of Delta fucking forces coming to- <laughs> You probably can't hear. I mean, these microphones are pretty good at the old, yeah. the old noise reduction, but- That's fucking uh, close. It, it's, it sounds like a uh, like a, a Delta force is, just, is about to fucking rappel down off a fucking helicopter. <laughs> I, I told you, you could get cancelled. Exactly. <laughs> they work quick these days. Yeah, <laughs> it's the internet police. <laughs> <laughs> Lightsaber kid comes in to arrest us. <laughs> And chocolate rain. <laughs> You're under arrest. <laughs> you have the right to remain silent. Hide your words. Recaps. <laughs> Let's get into it, shall we? Um, Thursday night's game was the uh, West Tigers versus the Cowboys. The Tigers running out 28-4 winners at Leichhardt. Just over 10,000 people in attendance. Uh, the Tigers, 28, a double to Essan uh, Masters. Farah, Momorowski, and Chris Lawrence also with tries. Mbai, two or three conversions. Momorowski with one and a penalty goal to Mbai. Cowboys, try two, Kyle Felt, and that is the fucking end of that. Um, the Cowboys were un- unlucky at stages of the game where the game, before the game had gotten away from them, uh, where they had another one of these fucking tries, like by the letter of the law, the black and white obstruction yep. thing. Yep. Like, I've gone on the record to say, look, you know, I like having a black and white thing because, I mean, there are times where you've had try, but now it seems lately there's some really 
tries where there's fucking like ne- zero like negative effect. Like there's absolutely no argument that can be made about yeah. any effect. Or you could the only argument that can be made for disallowing it is oh, you didn't catch it. You know, didn't catch it outside the shoulder of the, the guy. Didn't the Tigers have one given to them last week, and the rationale was that it forced Moses Embi to come in. A similar Against sort them, of, yeah, well, yeah, and, uh, like and, it, it Manly, was, and Manly had one rubbed out last week as well, as well yeah. which was like bla- like it was junk time. The game was which, you know, but yeah, as you yeah. said, it, it would be hypocritical to demand consistency across things and then yeah. bleat when it's given. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. but um, but very very unfortunate though for the Cowboys because at, you know at the point the, the point when that try had, I think they probably had only conceded one try at that point, so it was. And the reaction of everyone around, like everyone, you know, thought it was a try, and you know, mm, no problem yeah. at all. But um, at, after that point, though, they didn't offer any any fucking shots at all. I mean, there nothing was, at all. Yeah, nothing at all. And, and the Tigers got out to a very very good start, and the Cavs just didn't ever really seem to get into the groove. Yeah, and yeah. they and they and they they in games like that when you're so under the pump, you need to take every little opportunity possible to you know, turn the tide of the play or turn the yeah. momentum or at least just get some fucking points back or whatever. And so they missed out on that first try. And then there was another situation there where where uh, Tamalolo just fucking just went straight through the middle, yeah. you know, almost the entire Did field. You know, a, a, a great idea, I mean, for the Cowboys. Why don't you watch the fucking East game from the weekend and yeah. learn, how to, learn how to back up the fucking ball carrier yep. because- that was a trifle. I mean, he was. It basically, he. I mean, he got stopped by a great. I think it was a great um, final line of defence from Corey Thompson. I think that might. He was proving him. to be a very good defensive fullback. Yep. Yep. But yeah, and the Cowboys once they didn't, they missed a couple of opportunities, and you know had things disallowed, yeah. and the Tigers just they just ground them down, and then the points started to come. Yeah. And at that point, they just, you know put it out of their reach. Exactly. You're 100 percent right. They were, the Cowboys outplayed. Well, not outplayed, but outdid themselves. Yeah. And this Tigers team, it really feels like they're, they're building towards something. Like, you know, you talk about the not time even. of the season to make you run. The, the time the time when fucking Ro- Robbie Farrow is not darkening their fucking corridors. That's what they're <laughs> they build, they're building a, uh, They're building a fucking pinata for the party. That's what they're do you reckon he's going to turn up to first day of preseason? I reckon he turns up to the first day of preseason. What, the, like the, with a clipboard to say yeah. he's the assistant coach yeah. now? Yeah. I don't know. Um, Mumbai had his fucking angry pants on in this game. <laughs> it's like, you know, finally he's had enough of people uh, suggesting that perhaps he's, uh, he's shit and he's not a fullback and he's not a centre. So what is he? And uh, that was good. It was good to see a bit of a fight up in the young lad. And Cowboys, though. They've had a weird season. They, you know, they went through that that streak before Origin where they were, you know, more than competitive, and they they still jagging wins here and there. But mm. you know, I says it's a year post JT, so yeah, they they can't be too disappointed in in losing someone of that influence, that caliber. Um, Facey, Chris, uh, the Cowboys really don't deserve Jason Tamalolo. 
No, they don't. No, they don't, but no one else can really afford Jason Dumbolo. So, <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. Uh, ben said, uh, the Cowboys know there's no draft right. Like, playing to come last doesn't get any benefits. <laughs> and uh, I mean, one-eyed Tiger said, uh, West Tigers, hashtag undefeated, no asterisk in all four games against Queensland teams. All we do is win against Queensland teams. Hashtag state of embarrassment. Hashtag frozen banana asphyxiation. Hashtag Tigers incline past nine. Yes. And... Uh, at that point, at that point of the weekend, full time of this game, I was like, I did the quick sums in my head. You know, this is these guys play these guys, and the Tigers were all fucking set to finish ninth too. They were, yeah, and, um, they were. We'll get Not to, to the, we'll get to that fucking massive disappointment. Um, the Raiders forty six defeated the uh, Warriors twelve in their own fucking home. Uh, just under ten and a half thousand in attendance. The Raiders tries two. Soliola, Papali, Oldfield, double to Simonson. Uh, Tarpanay, Hodgson, White, and also with tries. Soliola with a conversion, and uh, Jared Croker, 6 for 7. The Warriors had a double to Shanel Harris-DeVita, and he also scored uh, both conversions. Is Soliola a renowned goal kicker? I just, I'm just trying to think it? back to, like, you know, like, you know, was he, was he, did he ever have to it's do it? It's not a like, for him or anything, was it? I, I, I honestly was not even paying attention. I didn't even notice that he scored. <laughs> I didn't even fucking notice. Like, yeah. oh, I was another try. Uh-huh. Yeah, so. Um, fuck, much in the same way as the Tigers, this Raiders side, don't they look to just be building and meshing even more? Because they were already you know, one of the front runners. They've been a legitimate. They've been up. They've been in the top four all year, pretty much. Yeah. All year, yeah. Um, but it's wonderful to see the evolution of these guys from the old. Oh, they've got, you know, Leipana on the edge. Yeah, and and, and in and, a year where they don't have Leipana, yeah, they're trotting out halves, you know, like Caesar, yep. and you know, for Ed, Ed Williams and guys, yep. you know, and guys like that who have failed in the past, you know, have had mm-hmm. had promise and had great games in the past, but ha- you would never call them the engine through which and like Whiten, you know, yeah, like this you know, new retrofitted, you know, five mm-hmm. eighth, yep, um, and and the, you would never have thought these guys who've had who've all been promising or had potential and uh you'd be you never thought yeah these guys are never going to sh- be the halves to well, guide a team through a season where they're like you know potentially you know second on the ladder by the end like of he has he hasn't done it yet mm. but you know like he, he's had a, a good three quarters of a season whiten yeah but if you say would i be right in saying that darren lockyer was the last successful fullback to half move I know that I know that we're going to be proved wrong by by saying yes to this, but I'm just off the top of my head right now. I can't really think of anyone else. Like, as in long term move. Yeah. Like Milford's tried it, and that was a fucking abject failure. Abject failure. Yeah, and he had to the point where you know he's he's been cycled yeah. back. Ponga did it. Yeah, which cycled abject back. Fucking failure. Yep. Yep. Um, I'd say so. I mean, obviously, he was never the. The fullback of, that Lockyer was, Lockyer. and he probably won't be the five no. eighth that Lockyer was. But I Not mean, it has, it's been a successful transition. You can't yeah, argue. That's it. Um, but the the Raiders just seem to be doing all of those really simple rugby league things really well. Mm-hmm. Um, they're holding onto the ball. Their forwards are backing each other up. You know, Hodgson's just controlling absolutely everything in terms of play the ball speed and where they go in each play. And then they've got other guys like Bateman and Whitehead that are all effort and big minute players. 
and can create things, you know, from long range yeah, and, uh, and that sort yeah. of thing, yeah. Um, this fucking Warriors team, man. They're fucking done, man. They're done. They got another fucking ass whipping coming to them this week. Yeah. No, no Nick Arima. Um, fucking who else Losing is out? Half's cruel. Yeah. Who else is out this week? Someone else. See, look, yeah. Am I at a line in saying that I'd if if you had to take a half mm-hmm. from the Warriors? Yeah. That wasn't named Blake Green. Because <laughs> he's the one you'd take. <laughs> I'd take that Tavita kid. Yeah. Before Nick Arima, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. But they're they're forwards. It's just it's just the fucking same story. That's like it's ever. Like, okay, you, you think and don't think people, but thinking how you would build rugby league team. Hmm. You know, um, big, powerful forwards. Yep, tick. They've, yep. they've got that outside backs that are fast. Oh, and, and like dominant and, for, and, and forwards who, and forwards and, who can offload and you know that, yeah. you know, generate some sort of yeah. second third phase play. Crafty hookers that will fucking murder cunts. Oh, and with, yeah, and with, with tremendous, yeah, not to mention with tremendous fucking experience yeah. as well, yeah, so, at I'm, international level. So. I, I would suggest they are the biggest, uh, Under know, on paper, yeah. should be better than they are. Yeah, well, this year, I mean, they even started, like, even this year, when they when yeah. they, they were okay to start the year. I mean, yeah, it didn't last long, I mean, I think Manly fucking beat by 15 about round four, mm. but still, yeah. uh, they're, dis- they're, they're disappointing fucking side, and I feel like... That um, you know, famous last words and everything, but I, I feel I feel like it's like their cues pretty much in the rack now. Yeah, I think so. For the well. season, I mean, they're not. I don't believe you know because one, you know, they they shared that draw with the Broncos, you know, several weeks ago. So yeah. they do have a very yeah advantageous position. I mean, although they're like Good a, ahead, I think yeah. they're a, a game behind the Broncos, but having that 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 wonky point is you know not bad, especially when there's a logjam of all these teams that are on. Yeah. You know, not dissimilar for and against coming into That's you it. know blanket blanket finish, mm. but yeah, I don't, I just don't, I just don't feel like they're there anymore. Mm. There, there. I mean, there, there are teams coming good this time of the season, and the the Warriors are one of the only teams that I feel like are just <laughs> turning it up. Titans being the other one, of course. I mean, yeah, just like not just yeah, not even trying, but yeah, um, no. yeah. Um, King Chinius, as he's now known. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Warriors are the good guys of the NRL, just doing our part in helping Croker to overtake Cuntface Smith's all-time points record. <laughs> Hashtag, you're welcome, Rugby League. Hashtag, uh, premierships are overrated. Hashtag, Warriors 2020. Um, <laughs> Warriors suck balls. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. I'd send the Warriors a filthy tweet, but I don't think anyone's left and the lights are out. Shit fan. Tim on Facebook said, so... The Warriors received both penalties in the first half and the Raiders received none. Warriors down 30-0 at halftime. Can't blame the refs this time. Are the Warriors the Gold Coast Titans of New Zealand? Yeah, but they're also the Melbourne Storm of New Zealand. Well, yeah. They're every team. Yeah. <laughs> Zoran, sack coach Kearney, and then anyone who had a say in his appointment. Then get a coach who has the power to clean out all the Deadwood players. Maybe then they might stop embarrassing themselves. If I was them, I'd throw everything at getting Kevin Walters over there. Yeah, I mean, Ooh, did really? Kevy cool. seems. I feel like Kevy's been exposed a little bit recently. I don't because he's. I don't think the problem with the Warriors are the specific players. You know, it's a, it's it's almost that situation at Manly. You know. Last year at Manly, you would have said, "Yeah, fucking clear out half these cunts. They're, yep, they're yep. fucking terrible." Yeah. And now this year, under the right leadership, yeah, they're world beaters. Yeah. 
Yep. I and that Warriors team, this Warriors team now, I feel like they got more raw talent. You know, is like better than that Manly yeah. team was last year. Yeah. Yep. You know, so. Yeah, and Ben said oh, the Warriors must have seen their next five opponents and figured out that if they start the the bar really low, the upcoming losses won't look so bad in comparison. <laughs> the Melbourne Storm forty defeat the Brisbane Broncos four at Suncorp, crowd Suncorp. of thirty six and a touch thousand. The uh, at home the Storm forty tries to Smith, Adokar, Welch, a double to Bromwich, uh, Bromwich, and uh, Jerome Hughes and Pappenhausen also with. Tries, Smith, four of seven conversions and a couple of penalty goals. The Broncos, a solitary try to Katoni Staggs. See what, you want to see all that's good in rugby league. Watch a big fucking forward score a double <laughs> and just look at the unbridled joy. Because that's like almost, you know, doubling or like, you know, it's like, it's a, yeah. it's a double digit improvement on their career try scoring <laughs> achievements. <laughs> it was fantastic. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it was said plenty of times, no matter who picked up Melbourne this week. They were going to cop it. Yeah, they were going to cop it. It was going to be one of those games where the Melbourne players were, even when they were 30 ahead, Yeah, they were still doing everything right yep. to 100% effort just to sh- Show Craig up in the box that they could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah please release our children. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, just, big oh. blow for them to lose Welsh. He's gone now with ACL. Yep, and so it's a, a high price to be paid, especially when it was like a nothing sort of a. It was just a, like a standard a st- carry, and you know, so you hate to see it, especially because he seems to be like the the le- the like the biggest not shit cunt guy like what he seems to be one of the best bloke players in the entire fucking league yeah at the moment yeah and um so maybe i mean I'd, yeah maybe it was sabotage maybe he just doesn't fit with the storm fucking you know he's not one of the boys because he's not a cunt <laughs> um <laughs> so, i don't know i mean yeah that's the rumor i hear yeah but uh interestingly enough Brody croft yeah 54 minutes what do you make of that was that a, you know, uh, like a legit hooking? Was it a share the minutes around? I mean, I a- think in a game like that, I mean, I wouldn't, I, I, I wouldn't dare say it was a, it was a hooking. I mean, <laughs> I think it was probably more just to share the share it around because I mean, fifty four minutes in, the game was over. Mm. So, you know, why not? Yeah. I mean, you know, Craig for the season was important just, going through, give him a bit of rest, and just contrasting this Storm team with. Yeah, how my Panthers play this week. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's all of these little fucking things that you want to see every week. Like, okay, there's a kick. Yep. You know, and it's come from Adokar. So he's made half a break up the wing. Yep. He's gaining ground. He's, it's the last, he's decided to kick back infield. Yep. And there's six fucking purple cunt jerseys <laughs> backing up. Yep. Yep. You know, it's not, oh, he kicks and the, the centre chases it up and runs into, yeah. You know the and and the center misses the first tackle and any of this yeah. like, every little bullshit attention to detail area in that game, the storm were on. And it was like the it was, it was until they they fucked it at the death. I mean, it was beautiful though. You know, beautiful the way that they're paying homage to their fucking fathers by getting uh, running up to a forty nil score. <laughs> and then, uh, but they couldn't quite do it because they're as proven the week before they're not quite as good. But um. Still, 
I did predict that the Broncos would be beaten, <laughs> beaten back to twelfth by after <laughs> after their fans were celebrating the early the early uh, re-entry into the That's finals it. in a season that has been you know pretty much devoid of fucking joy for them. But um, alas, they did not get beaten down to twelfth uh, because a couple other teams shat the bed that I didn't think would, and um, or actually you know, probably got more 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 of the point got wins that I didn't expect them to get. And uh, so the, the, it left the the Broncos firmly entrenched in a uh, tenth place. Yep. And uh, you know, still is still in the hunt after this season. They're still in the hunt. Um, Matt says, uh, "I'm so tired of these cheating purple cunts and can't wait for Bellamy to retire." Oh, I don't think they were cheating too much. Devonhead, as much as I hate the purple cheats, at least they've done their part to ensure the donkeys missed the eight. That's that's just the prevailing sentiment. I yeah. think. Toto, uh, no, what a, no matter what team played the Storm this week, they were going to get fucked. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Michael on Facebook said, I hope the Broncos players have their knee pads ready for their post-game review with Seabold if they want to play next week. Also, I hope Darius gets sent to reserve grade for the rest of his life. <laughs> Look, to be fair, though, it's become a, a minor hobby of mine to check Darius' stats at the conclusion of every game. And he had 80% tackle effectiveness, which I believe is career best. Yeah, certainly in his, his more recent era at the Broncos. Yeah. One of one of the guys I know through work lives behind Darius, like his property backs on to Yeah. Yeah, we've talked we've talked about the yeah. stuff that we could do, you know do with that. And I have thought of trying to communicate with him yeah. via a spray painted bed sheet hung over his fence. But in this day and age of cancel culture and targeted bullying. Yeah. That'll be I mean, how do you narrow that down to the you know the, the entire Broncos fan base and whoever the Broncos are playing that week? I mean, that's 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 where he's coming from. <laughs> I mean, he's getting blanketed. Yeah. Uh, and finally, Matthew said, as much as I like my Broncos, I've fucked fleshlights harder and tougher than they are. They should fuck the whole team uh-huh. off and recruit from the local prison. At least then the Broncos may be interesting again. Look, I don't. I do not recommend recruiting from prison. Manly tried that in about two thousand three or two thousand with fucking Gary Winter uh, becoming a prop after getting out of jail on murder charges. He wasn't so good. Manu Ma'u's fucking. Well, he's going okay yeah. as far as criminals are concerned. That's yeah. it. He's done his time. I still feel he hasn't lived up to it. I mean, he certainly, as far as former criminals, he's 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 doing you know great yeah. great work. But um, than Russell Packer. Yeah, well, didn't he fucking? Hasn't he fucking died now? So yeah, he was like a a celebrated. It's one thing at the West Tigers. I mean, they've been all 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 very fucking weepy and everything over Robbie this week, and it's been all yeah. all you know warm fuzzies and very you know well, happy vibes. Ni- nice cunt. I tell you, after all the fucking effort to get Elijah Taylor over there, yeah. Didn't they turn on that cunt? Yeah. Fucking, oh my god, he's fucking persona non grata. Russell Packer. Oh my god. Oh, don't how dare you bring up the fact that he you know stomped the fucking dude for you know some cigarettes and shit, like yeah. <laughs> outside of thing. Like no, mm. now it's like you know fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying uh, to ship all these motherfuckers out of there. Mumbai, state of origin representative. I can't fucking see the back of him quick enough. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it just seems weird that they're so embracing of of Robbie Farah, but you know, happy to knife everyone else. I mean, it's mm. little apples aren't falling far from the fucking. I don't know. The schnitzels aren't falling. Crumbs aren't <laughs> falling crumb- far from the schnitz. schnitz. 
Uh, the uh, mighty Manly Seagulls 30 defeated the Newcastle Knights 6 at Brookie uh, 15,000 again fans are back um, Manly's 30 tries to Curtis Sirenen the year 2019 year of the zero uh, double to Garrick Joel Thompson to Powell and uh, Tafua also with tries Garrick 3 of 6 conversions the Knights a try to Callum Ponga and a conversion to Mason Lenore mm. once again the Knights they fucking they they started off they they were playing well in that sort of middle eighty meters or you know mm-hmm. middle sixty meters of the field they like yep. they were rolling downfield I mean admittedly with a lot of help from uh, Perinara and his other fucking cunt mate but they were dominating the territory and it seemed like Manly were always sort of you know coming off their line or coming out of their own twenty or whatever at the end of sets and getting like and getting fairly like we saw in the storm game the week before i mean getting fucking you know fairly well pinned down there and having to like you know kick from the 30 and kick from the 40 and shit yeah. and you know then they would start their subsequent you know set on the 30 and you know with my you know on the run and that kind of thing you can say a lot about this game but it, it's very fucking simple mm-hmm. this game is very fucking simple both teams Completed almost exactly the same, seventy three and seventy two percent. Yeah, although Manly's stat was that that it, it, it was like a overall the stat turned out like, but it was terrible in the first half, and then so they would they probably would you know very yeah. good in the second half. However, Manly missed sixteen tackles all game. Yeah. So this whole philosophy that Desi has about you build on the back of your defense. Yep. Is fine. Yep. Because if if you're giving up possession, but you can defend it. Yeah. Yep. It's and it's nowhere and, near as damaging. Exactly, and then it, do, it doesn't matter. Like things like repeat sets and things like that, they don't. They just don't seem to matter as much. Yeah, like it. if you prevent the try by knocking the ball down, they get six again. Big fucking deal. You know, the Manly made thirteen errors. Yeah, thirteen we- errors in the fucking game. Gave away eight penalties. Yeah, yeah. That loses a team the game most weeks. Yep. But turns out you can be that ill-disciplined if you're only missing sixteen tackles. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, and a lot of the time, you know, it's it's not discipline either. It's like knocking a ball down to stop a yeah, try, and then just and then saying, "Look, we'll fucking go for another six. Yep. I mean, rather than you know concede any points, yeah. you know, hold the guy down, you know, whatever. Mm. But the story, I mean, <laughs> the biggest the biggest issue for the Knights in this game was Brownie was Jesse Ramian. Well, was yeah. it, wasn't he the problem? Well, you know, that, that's what I that's what I heard, but I didn't. I mean, I didn't really see anything from the centres. Was it that? He wasn't there, and they just forgot to put someone else there. Or was no, I think the biggest problem was Browning resting Mitchell Pierce for the game. Mm. I mean, that was the biggest problem. Yeah. And now you you might say, but but Nate, I saw Mitchell Pierce on the field. I saw him on the field running out. He was he was on the field. What did he fucking do then? That's true. what did he fu- when did when was he when was he called by the commentary at any fucking stage of that game? Yeah. What did the Knights do well? They had the one. They had the one uh, try from Ponga with a bit of footwork and also some strength at the end of it to get over the line, which was great. Yep. They had Ponga throwing a Harbour Bridge pass um, into into the grandstands that was you know destined for two dads who he could have he could have grabbed that and scored. Yep. Lino put a kick over over for two dads that he could have caught and scored, mm-hmm. but he didn't. That's the fucking. And then the other thing yeah. was that they had that break up the middle. <laughs> where it was a three on one, and fucking Turbo just fucking hammered whoever had the ball, and they couldn't yeah. they couldn't score the trial. I think it's Connor Watson. I think he said he hammered. What else did they do? The entire none of that shit yeah, had anything yeah. to do with I, Mitchell Pierce. I'm not sure that there was much they could do with, with defense like Manly. Yeah, I mean, and then defense the, the defense certainly kept it. You know, 
it, uh, I mean, there, there was two tries the Knights could have, should have scored in addition to the one they got in the first half, and they probably should have taken the lead into halftime. So Manly would have taken <sighs> Manly would have taken a lot of confidence, I think, from you know the eight 0 lead. But I mean, yep. it, you know, with misconversions, you know. But um, the second half, fucking one way traffic. But in the first half, that try to Garrick. Mm. When Cherry Evans put that kick over, I mean that was a fucking that that was the that was the greatest put down by a white player I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> that shit usually only happens from wingers on the New Zealand Warriors. <laughs> it's also not the greatest put down <clears throat> that Cherry Evans has ever seen because he's been used to people putting him down his whole life. Well, because he's fucking like he is the only favourite for the player of the year. He's only, the only actual person who lives in the same uncanny valley. That fucking sex robots do. So people see him and they just understand that he's really not quite fucking human. <laughs> and playing at a superhuman level, fucking, you keep going, Cherry. And, and Sirenin this year would prove without a shadow of a doubt he is the greatest of his name. I mean, no one, no one remembers fucking, you know, Paul fucking in his tracky dacks in the fucking snow in parks running through the French rugby league side anymore. That shit's erased. <laughs> <laughs> it's all Curtis all the time now. Uh, anyway, the good times just keep on rolling. Uh, Adam said, I can't wait for Canberra versus Manly in a few weeks. No injuries or suspensions. Let's get two of the most exciting teams against each other at full strength. Yes. Mm, uh, Sharky true. Dave. I believe another round of credit is due, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> just no no fucking attack. And they still, admittedly, Ponga is trying to play out to the right and you know with passing yeah. and things like that, but it's still the same basic basic setup where yeah. they just try and create some numbers on the left, yeah. and then Ponga chimes in yeah, and yep. tries to make something happen. But it just it seems like like he's a good player, but anything happens. It's all it's like the, it's always like this extraordinary, unlikely scenario that has the things have to fall into place for something to happen look, look, for him. Look back at all of the great fullbacks. Yep. And think in your head, wherever you are, driving the car, you know, sitting in your office, whatever. Think of their highlight reels. How many of their highlight reels had them out on an edge? The great yep. fullbacks, all of their highlight reels up the were them scene. backing up, yeah. up the middle, yep. you know, or, or it was them chasing down something that had been created Yep. From from a break in the middle. It wasn't this wraparound fucking yep. shit that and, and everyone tries it, but um yep. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's just and it, it, finally it's just, it's just so good to see Manly just attacking with some fucking like shape. Like with the Trent thing, I don't have the statistics in front of me, but I'm certain that across that period of time they think- would have only the worst red zone attacking sides in the competition. Yeah, but they would this, just go passing this- from side to side, back again, side to side, back again, this side week, to side, back, week, and nothing would happen. You know, you you and Easts were were in the same thing this week because you didn't really come up against a lot. Yeah, but I mean, we didn't like it. East, East was a different story because they, there was zero resistance there. I mean, the Knights yeah. were trying to resist. Oh, you had I mean, 5% resistance. I mean, like we scored, like, you know, to Tafu, scores his tries. Yeah. Garrick scores a couple. I mean, our tries, were zero scores out in the, you know. Yep. Our, I don't think we really scored anything really up the guts. I mean, it was like wingers or yeah. wide-ish, you know, like to, even to Powell. He was fucking sat out there and that would have been another winger's try except he decided to step in and just like hog it and try and get the try himself. What's that fucking millennial snowflake cunt whinging about this week? Anything? Any Which who? Who's? Marty Kapow. Team Kapow. Does, does, does I'm he, Kapow. Does he whinge much? 
fucking every day. The last thing I heard oh, he complained about was- Oh, this spelled my name wrong. It's a genuine <laughs> typo. Oh, that was fucking- Fucking injustice. That shit was- Why, that, why are you bringing up old shit? That was like three years ago. <laughs> Swag. <laughs> Uh, and uh, Jim Man Bear Pig, note to Knights fans, you do not deserve respect. Stepdad deserves respect. Motherfucker who's a sexual astronaut riding a honey monster to the heart of darkness, and we are pretty sure you'll be the first man to ever get me threed. What have you done with your life? <laughs> uh, Bennett, Nathan Brown is but a stain on the windshield of the coaching Ferrari that Des is driving. Yes. And uh, finally, Ryan. It's going to be a bit hard to stay under the radar now that we've beaten the two most highly rated teams back to back. Hashtag Ponga train derailed. Still under the radar, man. It's a long, se- it's a long season. We haven't proven anything yet. Don't be, don't be ridiculous. Um, the Doggies, 16, defeat the Panthers, 8, which is just such a cascading cunt circus of consequences. It fucking keeps the it- Tigers in the 8. Gives the Sharks fucking renewed Bigger. hope. The Broncos <sighs> are just on the edge. Probably somehow provides credit to Newcastle in some obtuse way. I had cunts SMSing me on the weekend saying, thanks, man, you've, you've really done the Broncos a solid. Yeah. It's like, fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even the Facebook group is yeah. saying, like, you know, you fucking one job. Yeah. <laughs> it- <laughs> the dogs have settled into their traditional late season role of spoiler. Yep. And uh, nuisance. Yep. Imagine if they could somehow brainwash that, that side. Which pretty much sums up their fan base. I thought like, their fan base is pretty much disengaged by this stage. Of the no, season, I was going to say their fan base, like 80% of the time, they're just there for normal people to laugh at. Yeah. But then sometimes they just get really fucking irritating. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah um, they've got one of those that I can think of. And he doesn't look like Braveheart. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, the doggies. Well, this is his heart is brave going oh. to work every day. <laughs> this is the <laughs> here we go again. <laughs> boom, boom. This uh, this this doggy side though. I mean, it is it has become like it's a stereotype. It's a fucking meme, but it really is just fucking passion. Yeah, <laughs> and desire. I mean, it Hop- is. Hopper Junior play a fucking monstrous game of just involvement and taking the is hard it, fucking. Is it contracty? Not sure. If it's if if he's off contract year, then uh, right. I'm sure I'm sure that uh, that one D Hasler would love to fucking bring him in for a song. This is one of those fucking and you know again don't don't downplay the DWZ revenge game. Corey Corey revenge game as well. I don't think he had revenge games. Because- he should have because he's unceremoniously fucked over to the doggies. I mean, how happy can you be about that? No, he asked to leave. He asked for a release. Yeah, oh, yeah, but I mean, like. If he had been treated, you know, gush shed tears. People don't leave if they're happy. So he could couldn't couldn't they couldn't something have been done earlier in the relationship? Yeah, couldn't Penrith sucked more. You got to understand here. Penrith understands that it's a harsh real world out there for for young G, <laughs> up and coming, and you got chase that cheddar. <laughs> It wasn't a straight up cash thing though. The payday was big and it yeah. keeps getting bigger. <laughs> it wasn't, That's it wasn't. why Gus said goodbye, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, his, his was just a, a thing. He asked for a lease because Canterbury offered him stupid money. Yeah. And 
and Gus's policy was that he would never ever stand in the way of people getting a payday, you know, because they weren't going to play footy forever. Yeah. Which you can understand. Um, DWZ just had one of those games where instead of fucking spilling the ball when he hit the line, he was earning penalties. Um, the, gold, the, the son of gold, the go- son of golden nuts, has fucking achieved his destiny. He at has. The dogs. He has. He was a fucking. He was abysmal at the nights. He was. At times, he was a he was a singular match losing force of yeah. fucking nature. But this game, holy shit, creativity <laughs> plus fucking deceptive <laughs> flair. The, the thing is, he you, had it all. You look over this game, and there's there's either simple things which were sliding door moments, or Simple things that just had zero fucking effort put into them that resulted in the loss. That, oh, that's all it was. Look, at 10-8, how many times do you want to fucking drop the ball when you're in the 20 exactly. on attack? Fucking exactly. And so frustrating to watch as like, someone who had a vested interest in the Panthers knocking the look, Tigers Naden, out of the eight. Naden's bombing his try. Yep. All he had to do. And who the fuck? Why does this kid run into Because he tried to fucking ground a ball at the other end last week the same yep. way. What are you trying to- pick it up and like, fucking put a hand on it. Like, yeah. Just get a fucking finger on it. Secure the try. It, you don't need... Just just secure the try mm. in the easiest way from A to B. You don't touch... It's not even that. He, his body was in the position as if he was going to ground the ball, mm. but he turned his hand like... And it didn't look like it had it, taken like a... It didn't take like a fucking weird leg break or anything. No. Yeah. No. But, yeah, that was absolutely fucked. And then, again, just in contrast with those teams that have come back from from shoddy performances, like, you know, the amount of times that I'd look at the screen and I'd see one, two Penrith jumpers and four, five dogs jumpers and yeah. just little shit like that. It fucking irks me so much because it's so fucking basic and, and all it dog- is is effort. And the dogs... Literally don't have the talent in the current roster. No, not at all. Especially and- compared to you know we don't even talk about Penrith fucking the roster. I mean even yeah. the even the things that I mean they didn't have kick out we had a big fucking deal. But even the things that on face value have seemed like massive setbacks to the Panthers this year have turned into fucking gold with like Naden for example. Yeah, that's it. You know, but you know, but even again, it's just so fucking obvious. Guys like Martin. Yep. Who are trying their fucking guts out. Yep. Imagine that kid if there were two or three people supporting him mm-hmm. at any fucking time. Yep. It, it's just mind-numbingly frittarded that, that that team is putting in that little fucking effort. And that's the thing that gets me. I'd, I'd be okay if there was, okay, well, for some reason our hands are fucking dick fingers all of a sudden. Yep. However, every time there's a play, there's fucking swarming on that guys shit like running that, yeah. shapes and yep. this. Look, again, it's not fucking hard. The more people that can potentially receive a football oh. means that a defender has- The more doubt cast in the mind of defenders. Yeah. The more, yeah. And so we're doing that thing you were saying that, that Manly was doing. Well, the defenders, all they know is, okay, it's either him or him. Yep. You know, and we'll give up that yep. three to five meters yep. to find out which one it's actually going to be. Yeah, <laughs> because then we'll just shut you down. Yeah, yeah. It, it's this just so such a fucking stupidly simple style of play. And then when there are those chances, no one's backing up. 
Yep. Yeah. That's the worrying sign for me. Also, I am a little bit fucking filthy as to how Dylan Napa can all of a sudden put fucking late hits on Luai. <laughs> like, after being fucking cited for it. Which is actually as well. I mean, that's put Luai out too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the cunt's got fucking, like, he can't see. Yeah. Like, he poked him in the eye. Yeah. So, it's a late hit and an eye gouge. Yeah. He's basically a fucking ranger Hitler. Uh, yeah but every single part of that loss falls fairly and squarely in the lap of the Panthers and this is the problem with Penrith have got it the Titans have definitely fucking got it and Newcastle's got it as well credit? no and the fucking Dragons have got it yep right in that players are on these fucking long-term guaranteed contracts and the clubs cannot dump players effectively for performance issues. Yep. You know? um, can you imagine how fucking good it would be if Desi could dump, if people knew that Desi had dumped them or if people knew that Bellamy would dump them? Well, he yeah. sort of does anyway. He he'll, he'll drop games to prove a point. Yeah. But, um, you know, the Titans... They've got to punt coaches because they can't punt players. Yeah. You know, the the Dragons are in a similar position. It, the fact that they can go out and put in that little fucking effort. Yep. Absolutely fucking mind-numbing. Yep. Fattery Lazy said, uh, watching Penrith attack is like watching your virgin mate trying to pick up a root in a nightclub. He's got the moves and the look, but no idea how to close the deal. So fucking accurate. Just needs a wingman. Players in support. That's all you need. It, you know, I spent a lot of time watching fucking Cleary, and I've given this kid the benefit of the doubt for so fucking long. Mm-hmm. Because I, like, I remember the glory days of when we had, you know, big, strong, running halves. Yep. Um, and I'm talking even where we had Freddie in the team. Yeah. But, you know, not that he was ever really half then, but, but even, you know, um... Uh, like Craig Gow was a yep. sensational running half that could yep. also control a game. Yep. Looking at Nathan Cleary, he plays almost exclusively on where his players are, and I'm not sure he's putting any thought at all into what the defence is doing. Whereas now this, this falls on him, but it also falls on the players around him to get to understand when he shapes this way. This is where he needs. Yeah. them to be and that comes over time with the, the, only, under, the, only, the only the only understanding where that is is kick out who wasn't there but there's no consideration given to well this is where the defence is poor or yep. this is where there's a misread like that happened so I'm going to play to that yep. it's quite simply oh these are where my runners are yep. send it. so I've, I've got to like I just wonder if we've seen like yeah. I mean he's he's young I mean he's a lot of time obviously but yeah. I just feel like we've de- I think I feel like we've seen the best of what he can provide Look, so is, far. Is it the injury? Is it ever? Because he's I don't not because he's not running and he's not taking the line on. Yeah. Is is it the the run of injuries he had back in the last year that's made him hesitant? Yeah, I don't know. But is we it, saw how long head you know Mansell was head fucked for. Is he? Oh yeah. Well, that's not getting your fucking face ripped off. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of talk in uh, little panty DMs. About um, he's a hooker. 
Could be. Make your tackles. Yeah. You know, that, that whole, the hooker's got a kick as well. Yeah. There's, there's your third option. Yeah. Um, and currently Penrith have like nine hookers on the field at any one time. Yeah. We've got fucking Kenny and but, yeah, Egan yeah. and Luai. Yeah, and you got and what Egan and Luai are gone this week, right? Yep. So no time like the present. Let's shift him. Oh no. <laughs> We've got the the return of the handbrake. <laughs> anyway. Fucking effort. That's all I want. Yeah, GT351 underscore Johns. Congrats to the Doggies. Massive second half defensively got, gave us the win. Proud of the lads. Wallace was Panthers' best. That douche never gets off the field. You're fucking serious? It seems it, Out of it, everything it, in that game. Yeah, that's the... That's <laughs> your bitch. Uh, he can fight. That, he, he can, he you can are, find the... You are an... Honorary fucking millennial. He can find the shitty lining of, of any situation. <laughs> Stuart, that Ivan Cleary has much to answer for, has so much to answer for, sorry. How does he take a team from supposed premiership contenders before the season back to a rebuilding phase? He should have to door knock the suburb and apologize personally. Pathetic. Right. Uh, Graham said, uh, the free ride Jimmy Wins gets is disgusting. Well, I mean, disagree. He had to be. <laughs> He's got a week off now to he's rest. Had, he's had to pay. He had, he had to pay this week. So <laughs> yeah. uh, Mark said, uh, "The curse of the revenge game." Um, David said, uh, "Good news, stepdad. You get to blame DWZ for one more loss." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! I hate nothing more than an ungrateful cunt. And was it DWZ? The media were quoting. Was it like today or yesterday saying that uh, there's still belief at the Bulldogs they can make the finals? Yeah, yeah he's cooked. <laughs> Yeah. He's fucking cooked. <laughs> the uh, Sharkies, 39, defeated the Rabbitohs, 24, and a quite unusual scoreline at uh, Reclaim Australia Stadium, just over 13,500 in attendance. Sharks, 39, tries to Mulatalo, Dugan, a double to Cherry. Uh, Morris, Nakora, also tries. Uh, Johnson, five or six conversions, a couple of penalty goals, a field goal to Chad Townsend. And the Rabbits, 24, tries to Gay Guy, Murray, Walker, and Graham. Reynolds, four or four conversions. Is it fair to say Cronulla are not back? Like, back? Look, provided Wade Graham can stay on the field. Yes. I think they, they, will, they can maintain a lower top eight position yep. through to the finals. Yeah. Considering you got uh, this, you know, blanket sort of finish where you've got like the Warriors on the outside of it, on the upper edge of it, you've probably got, I guess the Sharks now are the upper edge of it. Um, it's just a slight break off the Parramatta before you get, you know, they got a couple of games on them now, I think. So they, then- they were firmly in tied spot with the Warriors for most underachieving team this year. Uh, yeah. Three or four yeah. rounds ago. And they yep. fucking turned it around. Yep. Big time. Well, to and, and yeah, like then to the point that they, they, you know they've got themselves back in the finals, and I can't see why they wouldn't maintain that now because this that's what it comes down to at this stage of the season for these teams that are all vying. Like there's about five or six teams vying for the last sort of two spots. Yep, and it's just you know there's there's a couple of games left. Just just fucking like if you if a team can win two of them, yeah, maybe, yeah, um, you know they go a long way to it, and I think the Sharks most definitely can do that. It's funny with with this Sharks team, and and this game showed it. There's been a couple of teams this year that I've had a a comment on that really didn't seem to have an on-field leader, the Broncos yep. being one of them. They didn't have that guy who would, would step up and get in. Yep. The Sharks, I'm not sure that Wade Graham being back, that he's that 
leader, I think, though, that they've just rediscovered that culture of we don't need a leader because we are a fucking group of cunts and we will all get in there and all wrestle with you and all do our bit to to grind this out. And I mean, Wade's just like the lead by example character. Yeah. But they just absolutely frustrated the fuck out of South Sydney. The only worrying thing for the Sharks is that the Rabbits completed at 65% yep. and still put 24 on them. And I know that- It was that kind of game, though, I, th- yeah. I think. you so, know, I mean, the Sharks certainly had it well within their keeping. The Rabbitohs is very vulnerable, most vulnerable team in the top four for me. Yep. Um, in terms of for and against and, you know, and- you know, form and the, and the points that they've got in, and they're going into another tough weekend yep. this weekend as well. Um, but look, I mean, it's good signs from the Sharks. It's got them back into the eight. I think that of the five or whatever teams that are that are vying for those last two positions, you know, yes. life on the line. I think you know, I think they're one of them. Yeah, I think you know, Penrith could be, but you know, got to see something from them really fucking quick. Yep. Otherwise, it's looking like I guess the Tigers. I mean, I, I'm prepared to put a line through the Knights. Yep. I just don't think they can do it. Um, Broncos, line through the Broncos. Although, I think the Broncos, you know, just in general strength of, of draw, I think that they might have the easiest run home. Look, but, in the next three weeks, the Broncos play, play uh, the Cowboys, which they should win yep. comfortably, Penrith, and then Souths. Yeah. Souths are vulnerable. So, they, could do a, they could do a solid. But... Um, yeah, uh, yeah, they could. Except Wayne has Seebs. Absolutely, it's funny when cooked. you, yeah, when you look at it, the Broncos could very easily win. You know, three of those games. Yeah, but they could very easily lose five of them as yeah, well. That's it. So, um, so look, you know, I mean, Panthers. You know, they've, they've got some tough ones coming up. I mean, probably not the time to be looking at them now. But the, the beautiful thing with the Panthers is that they can, um, you know, they have they have an element of control over their destiny. At the moment, yeah. because they're playing, you know, three of the teams that, that they're vying game. for, you yeah. know, and so you know to take points off those guys is massive. Yep. Um, moving on to the tweets, though. Biggest out of the two New South Wales Rugby League halves, the Premiership winning half and the New Zealand half, Wade Graham is the best halfback out there tonight, and he's in the second row. Yes. Hectic. Uh, I love that because that's as close to a fucking sledge as that cunt will ever get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Hectic, kick these fucking cucks out of the comp again. <laughs> Look, I'm always down for that. Uh, ben said, oh, my God, the commentators love dick riding Cronulla. They would have to be on the top five of the commentators' favourites. Oh, yeah, I agree. Now, here's the thing. Mm. Paraphrase late great Graham Kennedy. Mm-hmm. That should only ever piss you off once. If that fact ever pisses you off more than once, <laughs> it's your fault, cunt. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, look, at the end of the day, every game comes in and there's commentators and they feel like they're biased toward the team that's not yours. I mean, I always feel like, you know, that's why I don't listen to the commentary. I always feel like, why are these cunts death riding us the whole the whole fucking game? <laughs> and, you know, to be fair, they're, they're, probably, they're probably not. Uh, Mitch said, are the Sharks the only team to beat the top two teams from the start of this round? I don't have time to look it up, so I'm just going to say yes. Should be premiership favourites. Place your bets, people. The more you put on, the more you get back. Asterisk, gamble responsibly. responsibly. The perfect comment for this show. It is. Um, and oh, I'm I sad to say that uh, Manly have done it as well. And uh, in addition to that, they've also knocked over South. Uh, they've knocked over uh, Canberra as well. So just Don't be such a fucking killjoy. I'm just, just uh, providing... Just let him have his moment. Stop fact-checking cunts. Oh, look, I just... 
I just can't help it. I just, I, I want to. You're run like it. the fucking me too of fact checking. <laughs> Come on, that's fucking that's that's Mario, right? <laughs> I don't know. The Roosters fifty eight defeat the Titans six at the SCG, just under ten thousand in attendance. The Roosters had a double to Teddy, a double to Latrell, a double to Bemoz, uh, Tupo, uh, Cooper Cronk, and uh, Verrills also with tries. Latrell nine of ten conversions, defeating the Titans six. Uh, try to Riley Jackson, a conversion to Ash Taylor. This game was, there was, there was about three or four factors in this game. The Titans' middle defense. <laughs> well, the, factor number one, the Roosters showing that backing up that we were talking about. That's, yeah. You know, it's just such a, such a fucking, emo- it's just a beautiful thing to see when it comes off. Yep. And just the reward for, for backing up the ball carrier. Mm-hmm. There was probably four of the Roosters' tries that were straight up the guts. Yep. Just having enough guys, three or four guys there to interplay mm-hmm. the passes and go over and score. Yeah. But then we had, you know, cut out balls with Titans wingers in fucking no man's land, letting guys score down the outside of them. Then we had kicks through, uncontested for easy tries. Like, this game really had it all. I mean, when you're looking, this is like- It was like fucking- a Harlem Globetrotters- oh. It was. The, the the Titans were fucking just thrown on that fucking pinball machine like Jodie yeah. Foster and the accused. And the whole gang had their fucking way. Like, whichever way they wanted to. <laughs> there's really, there's, I can tell you one, there's, you, you could sit here all night and talk about the you know the tremendous try like you know the way Latrell played and like some of the some of the way, the ways he made the Titans look like fucking dickheads the way he got rid of defenders yeah and that was the other factor just, just these things these things where there's breaks up the middle and it's pass 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 and they score a try it's it's testament to the amazing backing up but it's also a testament to not fucking wrapping up the ball and and when you contact a player fucking making the contact effective and actually stopping them in their tracks. Yeah. The Titans were just falling off these fucking tackles. Like, there was... It was... There was 17 fucking Bryce Cartwrights out there. It, yeah. Commitment. Oh, That's it. Just falling... Just, just... I've never seen so many just tackle breaks. Like, just guys meekly falling off fucking tackles and then being the only guy that's kind of in a position to, to make contact on the guy with the ball in the first place. Yeah. So, they fall off and, oh, fuck, here we go. It's another break. Pass, pass, pass because they're all backing up. Try yep. again. Like just like you, you could you could talk all night about how you know just how, how beautiful it was to watch the, the the attack. I mean, it's great to see long range tries and all that and all that sort of stuff. Even if you know the other team's not really defending defending them, but these Titans. I mean, what can what is what is Holbrook thinking? I mean, they've the coach was the problem, so they sacked the coach. The games that they've had after that, I think it's what three games now they've had since his sacking have been the margins have been getting increasingly heavy in defeat. Yes. There's been increasingly less commitment shown. And now and this is this was the first game where the players knew who their coach for next year was. So you think, okay, the time for auditioning I go back to my I go back to my previous point. Because they're not auditioning for the new coach. Yeah, because they're like yeah, it I'm here anyway, you can it makes not a fiddler's fuck to any of those players who the coach is because they have a contract. Yeah, but I mean, there is a difference between having to play, in the, you know, for Tweed or whatever QRL fucking team they're associated with versus actually playing in the NRL. Okay, so if you're Kevin Proctor and yep. you get dumped down to Tweed, who are they going to bring in? They've spent well, so much fucking money yeah. in the wrong places. Yeah. 
you know, and he can only send so many of those fucking players to the Tweed Seagulls. It's that old fucking thing of, you know, you and me are walking in the forest and a bear comes. I don't have to be faster than the bear. I just got to be faster, faster than you. Yeah, yeah. You know, and <laughs> all they got to do, they got to be better than Bryce. Yeah. Really, in yeah. their head. Yeah. I'd be better than Bryce. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, fuck, that guy's got his fucking work cut out for him. Yeah, it's cause, yeah, it's like the, it's just so. Like, it, it, I mean, it, I would be so he, alarmed as a Titans fan. He will work harder than any man, except Oprah Winfrey's husband, when it's time to fucking chow down. Well, because he's got to do Gail as well. No, no, I just, <laughs> I just feel that Oprah would be fucking hard work to growl out. <laughs> I don't know. Like she wouldn't even give you the like the sympathy shutter or anything. <laughs> I guess she doesn't have to, does she? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mitch, they are definitely in the top two for worst massacre this weekend, <laughs> and probably at the at the at the time of at the time of that tweet, there probably was only it one was contender. only it was only a massacre in this game. Yeah. So I mean, I guess it's you know guaranteed top top three, or is it still top two? I don't know. Um, John said, for a team that needs to start attracting fans and players for the sake of his own existence, the Titans really didn't do themselves any favours. Then again, it's been that way since about March, so mm. shrug. David said, our fun fact, Queensland teams were beaten 126-14 to 14 this weekend. Fuck. That is certified uh-huh. fun. That is a fun yes. fact. I mean, a lot of the time when people say fun fact, it's really just like a fucking sarcastic, you know, country, you know, yes. pretentious fuckery. That's it. But that is a genuine fun fact, sir. Certified. The uh, Eels, 12 to feed the Dragons for uh, Jubilee. Crowd of just over 9,500. An absolute fucking thunder cunt of a fucking boring ass fucking game. Felt like Monday, didn't it? It's, it, it was like a throwback Monday. Yeah, the Eels uh, tries to Sivo and Dylan Brown. Uh, Moses, uh, a conversion and a penalty goal. The Dragons had a try to rah, 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 rah. <laughs> Uh, we'd have missed with his only attempt of conversion. And, I mean, numerically speaking on the scoreboard, the Dragons, you know, they did well to claw themselves into a position to get it back to like 10-4. Yeah. And there was, I guess, when, you know, when the margin's six, there's always the, you know, there's the, there's the deep down, you know, hope in the neutral rugby league fans' heart that are forced to watch the game to talk about it on a podcast. That perhaps something might fucking happen to make the game interesting, but no, no, didn't not at all. Quite simple. The Eels dominated in the middle third. Yep, and they dominated on kick returns. Yep, you, you look across that. The kick return meters, the Dragons combined for one hundred and fifty nine kick return meters. The Eels. Combined for three hundred and twenty-eight, which which is crazy. I mean, that's another and, that's another two props in there, really. Yeah, exactly. Good, two so, two good props in there, and it, especially when the Eels are definitely the sort of team this year that will stake out those territory yep. um, patches in a game yep. where they're just going to wear you down and wear you down and wear you down. Um, unfortunate for the Dragons because they didn't they still have aspirations of playing finals. I think that I, I think they still believe. Yeah. Well, fuck it. If DWZ's talking about the dogs and the and, Dragons have got to feel like know, I chance. thought they would have got a result here because they sacked um, 
the assistant two, coaches, the two people that are obviously completely responsible for all of the football they play. Yep. Um, fucking club legends. And a rare, and, and a rare uh, away win away from uh, Wankbest for mm-hmm. the Eels. That's it. So, uh, I just, I don't know what to say about the Dragons. I mean, they had they had like a a protest there, didn't they? But was it before this game or it was on the oh, weekend? Yeah. They had a little, you know, one of the sort of the the oust, oust. The oust, oust you know, yeah. sack Mary sort of uh, contingent. Uh, what was the report we had on the numbers there? Five, five, people. five people. Mm. Yep, huge process. Yep, huge. protest. Yep. Um, this game was just fucking boring, man. Like, it's just moving on. Ryan said, uh, "Annoyed we kept it a close game. Should have put a few more tries on. I can't figure out why after halftime we kept attacking down Tucker's wing instead of Sivo's. Made no sense to me." Yeah, that's true. That's a very good point. C- Corey, oh sorry, Cody. Negative. This game's second half gave me AIDS. Positive. I was listening on the radio and can hear so much better now. I have hearing AIDS. Ah, but I'm. Hashtag light a candle, don't curse the dark. That pun? Yeah. Was this game of puns. (laughs) Real dad. Dragons fans deserve their team. Uh, Red V Dan. So instead of a normal Mars bar, my wife bought me a packet of pods with Mars. May as well enjoy a slow death one pod at a time. (laughs) And uh, Lando said, this team fingers my gills and doesn't even have the decency to put on a show while they do it. (laughs) Previews. Okay. uh, Kicking off. Thursday night, we uh, have the the derby playing for some meaningless, stupid fucking trophy too. I saw. I can't. I don't remember what it's called. So, you know, yeah. Fucking the bottom bottom eight. You know, best team in Queensland. Even though all the teams are shit awards. I think it's like when two people who are gonna fuck discover they both have herpes. They compare sores. Yeah. Okay. And it's like I'm gonna give mine to you and yours to me, and yeah. You know we. Both in this big shit country. Yep. Uh, not many changes to the Cowboys side. Just with uh, Talangi uh, pushed out, Geller Mosby comes in on the wing. The Broncos. Um, they got Pingu back from suspension, which moves Alex Glenn to the centres. And uh, Xavier Coates out. Who would have thought the best centre, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Often Galloway starts in the back row. Flegler benched. Look, this is... I just don't have any expectations of this being a great game. Uh, I have I have absolutely no confidence in the Cowboys to do anything of fucking value in this game outside of a couple of rampaging Jason Tomalolo runs. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Alex Glenn in the centres... Is is just is just fucking? You'd be salivating if you were if you were an opposition backline. Except the backline, the cow. Cohen Hess is a centre too now. Yeah. Uh, Fuck me drunk. What is fucking going on in this, this game? This is this thing of well, all of a sudden we're, we're pushing back rowers into the centres. Is there no one in your reserve grades? Are you that like you can't go for dispensation? Look, Xavier Coates is not very good, but the Broncos do have him available. He's in their twenty, so they they actively dropped a centre yeah. to put Alex Glenn in that position. Mm. The Cowboys on on their side, 
I've got no words. The Broncos, uh, Broncos will probably win this game and yes, uh, keep agree. their hopes alive. I agree. The uh, Friday night early game, the Warriors versus the Mighty Manly Seagulls. Uh, the Warriors uh, will keep Harris Tavita in 5 8. Um, Nick Arima injured. Um, Adam Kieran, Liggy Sow, oh, Soggy Sayo is back from the dead. Oh. And uh, Sam Lasone, uh, new faces on the twenty in, in the 21, or actually they moved into the 17, to be honest. Um, Manly side, unchanged. I still like. I, I don't. I don't love Appy being the starting. I, I, I love the fast starts that Fainu gave us, and you know, I'd be more happy. And especially if Appy's, if it's this truth that that he's been told that you know he can negotiate with other clubs and stuff like that. You know, if you can get a good deal, then take it. Yep. If that were the case, I'd much prefer Fainu to be the guy on first, and then Appy come on as the as the substitute. I mean, I it did. It, I mean, it does work well having that faster guy come on in the you know later parts of the half when when guys get a bit tired. But if he's the guy going forward, then yeah. you know the fast starts and, and things like that are you know there's some value in that as well. Um, yeah, I don't see any problem with Manly winning this game. Uh, no, they've they've already showed that they have no respect for New Zealand as a staff record label as a motherfucking crew. <laughs> <laughs> so 13 plus and hopefully you know maybe take off a chunk like if they can get a good like you know 30 to 40 points you know, on this one it actually puts them in the for and against range where if they do tie up with someone like you know east or canberra or you know or south or whatever they actually or, spot well yeah. south or south though i think the difference between manly and south in for and against is only 15 mm. in south's favor so um you know depending on south's result this week and, and uh, manly's result it could see a bit of a switcheroo yeah, the panthers Take on the Sharks at Panthers Stadium. Okay, so Kikau's back, which pushes um, anti-vax to the reserves. Luai and Egan are gone through injury, as we previously discussed. Which brings in the handbrake. Katoa and uh, Lenu coming in. And uh, Maloney, of course, named at the time I, I copy and pasted this, but he has copped a week's ban, so he's yep. uh, not going to be playing. No. And uh, who will be playing in his stead then, in the six? From everything I've heard... The young rookie comes in, Lou. Okay, there we go. The Sharks. Dugan comes in uh, to fullback to replace uh, young Matt Moylan, who is uh, in concussed. Fecky comes back from injury, and he'll slot in on the wing, and that brings Josh Morris into the centres. And, uh, look, I hate to say it, when the best player in the team or the most critical player in the Cronulla Sutherland Sharks side is a guy who who is also his revenge game. <laughs> yeah. <that's laughs> like, I, uh, I, um, I I pity the fools. I, I love the fact that Cronulla are bringing their Sione Katoa in just to troll us. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's just... Um, th- there is no way, just based on runner form, that this Penrith team has the fucking ticker at the moment to do anything against the Sharks this week. I mean, I'm I'm hoping that the Panthers can get the win, just because I want this blanket finish. And you know, these teams. I, yeah, so do I. But th- these teams need to start trading wins with each other and things like that. So I think yeah. so. I'd love to see Panthers win just for the chaos, but I can't see it happening against the Sharks the way they seem to be gearing up a bit. Yeah, the only way Penrith win this is if the Sharks revert back to the fucking frittata handling. It was only three weeks ago, two so, weeks ago. So yeah. It's, yeah, it's not that long ago. But I'm saying it. it Yep. Again, it depends heavily on how the Sharks come out and play, yep. whether the parents have a chance or not. Yep. Dragons versus Titans, Jubilee. Well, Titans might uh, get one back here. Look, honestly, fucking, what do we got here? Uh, James Graham moves from lock to prop. 
Laurie uh, demoted to reserves. Blake Laurie, that is. Uh, Titans. Arrow's back. That's a big in for them. Yes. Uh, According to Kevin Proctor. Brimson back to fullback. Yes. Taylor and Jack's the halves. Look, you... The, co- the Titans didn't get the coach bounce, so there's nothing to say they're going to get the 50-point flogging bounce either. These guys, just yeah. they, they, they bounce like a fucking dead cat. Like, they, I just don't... I, yeah. The Dragons, uh, you know, a paper a paper lineup. I see they're playing fucking silly buggers again. Yeah, so Smooth Corey in the fullback and then Widdup in the halves. So once again, as predicted, Widdup coming back uh. has just created this whole... Uh, yeah. Well, look, here's the thing: the dragons have the dragons have been putting points on decent opposition. So just based on that, like you know, the, the week before they fell short against Souths. Um, we're gonna tip dragons here. Look, the Titans won't be as bad as they they, they were last week. I mean, I, I'm fairly confident in saying that. Because I mean, you know, fifty-eight six is probably like the biggest loss of the season for you know across yeah. the entire league. So, but having said that, look, I've seen a lot of people saying like, "Yeah, the Titans, you know, the Titans for the upset," but you just can't do it in you know just just in any with any you know confidence or good faith, you can't tip them. So uh, for that reason, I go to the Dragons with uh, a low level of confidence, but more than if I tip the Titans. Correct. Eels take on the Knights at Bankwest. Um, Eels unchanged from last week. Knights unchanged from last week. Yep. So Eels to win at Bankwest then. <laughs> <laughs> and that'll probably put the final nail in the coffin of the Knights season. Yes. Uh, and, you know, I, I look forward to someone enlightening me on the current position where the Knights are on the table and how much credit that deserves or requires. Yes. Because I would hate to be unfair. The doggies take on the Tigers at ANZ. Elliot's out with a finger injury. Chris Smith starts for him in the back row. Uh, Fatala Mariner on the interchange. Tigers unchanged from the winning lineup last week, and why would you? Um, look, you know, the smart the smart money says the Tigers, plenty to play for. The tooth and nail for the finals position, but fucking hell, the doggies came up against the team in that position last week too. Yep. Uh Look, I mean, you would have to say the Tigers. You'd have just, to. Just based on form, you would need to, and based on the trajectory that the teams are both taking. Yeah, yeah. I have to tip the Tigers. But, you know, if, if the Doggies were to, to throw some more NRL chaos into the mix at this stage of the season, all for it. Yep. Raiders take on the Roosters. One of the biggest games of the year down in Canberra. Um, Kotrick comes back from suspension, so Oldfield drops to reserves. Um, Sutton comes in on the bench. The Roosters... Letters comes back from suspension, replacing Tedavano. So Tedavano will go back to the bench and uh, push Lindsay Collins out of the 17. Well, I favour the Roosters because they've been there, done that, and uh, in terms of these high pressure finals like atmosphere yeah, games correct. that this would you know should be by all rights. Uh, I mean it's a, it's a great boost for Canberra to have it to for it to be their home game, but I just feel like this Roosters squad 
I start. I, I mean, while the Raiders are, are progressing, you know, beautifully, and I, I can't complain about how they're going at the moment, but I feel like the Roosters are really settling into that sort of taper, you know, moving into the business end of the season. They've yeah. looked. They've looked the goods the last couple of weeks, and while the Raiders haven't looked bad, I just I would have to edge towards the Roosters. I think. Let me give you an alternate okay. angle. Okay. On that, I would suggest that this Raiders team is a more complete package. The Roosters have more strike power in key positions, obviously with players of the calibre of Teddy and yeah. Luttrell and those guys. I think the Roosters are vulnerable in the forwards. Yeah, but I mean, and- it's, it's I just I'm, I'm reluctant to I'm reluctant to go down that route because. That was this. That was what we. That's that's what we were saying last year as well. And particularly leading into the grand final, and and I think this year even more so. Yeah, but if Canberra are going to take this game, they've they've improved this year on the back of the mobility and the stamina of their forward pack. Yeah, and I'm really looking forward to this game because it's going to be the clash of those two. You know, yep. styles of players. You've got you know, guys like Radley um, and Bateman who are you know, similar, mobile, creative yep. forwards. So um, I'm going the upset and tipping Canberra. And uh, finally, another top four versus top four encounter with the Rabbitohs taking on the Storm uh, Central Coast. Uh, no changes to the uh, Rabbitohs side and they won't be forced to because Sam Burgess uh, got off at this hearing. Uh, the Storm gets uh, Tui Kami Kami um, replacing Christian Welch with his, uh, Welch with his unfortunate ACL uh, yeah, empty season. Um, look, I think the Storm are travelling pretty well at the moment. I mean, I'd say after last week particularly, I'd say Bellamy's fairly happy with the way things are going. Yep. Uh, the Rabbitohs are the most vulnerable side in the top four at the moment. Correct. And I think I think the Storm could fuck them up. To be honest, yeah. I think it could. It, I mean, while it is like, oh, I, I didn't look at the ladder to see where they are, where they all stand in. But is it one v two or is it one v three? One v three. So, like on paper, you go okay. One, I, th- I think this is the the Rabbitohs have been ordinary lately, and I think the Storm are going to fucking expose them badly. And it's a really critical game for the Rabbitohs too, because if Manly win by anything, if Manly win by one point against the Warriors. And the rabbits lose this game by twenty, then they're out of the they're out of top four. Just to yeah, to, to give you a a little bit of insight into into the storm, they're almost twice as good as the teams that are vying for that eighth spot. Yeah, on the ladder. Yeah, like they've almost won. Yeah, twice as many. Yeah, games. Well, they're almost on double the amount of points. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I, I did legit in cruise control. Yep. Going in, they had their misstep against Manly, which, from Bellamy's perspective, was probably perfectly timed. And at the end of the day, it wasn't even a misstep. They lost in extra time against a team that was, you know, well matched, evenly matched against them yeah. sort of thing, you know, like so, another team was up there, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> stars are aligning. Yeah. Okay, 
Hey, the mailbag this week, and uh, unsurprisingly, uh, a fairly uh, a fairly full one. Um, eagle-eyed Kiwi on Twitter said, uh, "The most disturbing yet intriguing first ten minutes of a uh, Twill podcast yet." That's a lot of podcasts under the bridge there. Solzy, <laughs> uh, this week in league has become a hardcore sex podcast. So gradually, we hardly even noticed. <laughs> Uh, you get what you get and you don't get upset that's it Brandon Vaudrey that uh sitting at a set of lights in Chatswood with the window down enjoying the latest twill potty when a very clear and loud did you put my gloves in the cum bellows out causing an engagement of looks and subtle laughs very very good stepdad <laughs> hashtag Furby um at little buffalo on uh Twitter said uh he sent us through through uh, representing Twill Nation at the end of an era, KCA Golf Day. And uh, I tell you, doesn't the polo look the business on the golf course? Oh, Tremendous. Phenomenal. And you wore it well, sir. Um, uh, Twilgenfeld said, I figured out my great next great venture. I'll be co-producing a show like Idiot Abroad, but instead of a Carl-like character, we'll send Stepdad on different sex capades. Step Abroad, Idiot and Broads. <laughs> 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 and, uh, that's funny because I'd, I'd, I'd previously said the exact same thing as well that's, I literally was wondering you come in I grab the app and I go okay who we got here oh this one likes to, to yeah, piss in guys dick holes okay <laughs> yes swipe or whatever I gotta do <laughs> and, uh, there you go step down your mission should you choose to accept it <laughs> is to report back next week <laughs> on how that went for you um, and, and look here's the thing in all seriousness yeah like all of the people on that website yeah. are craving fucking validation in this. Can you imagine the opening line of, look, I'd like to catch up with you, um, but I'll need you to sign a waiver because you're going to be on the episode of uh, Top Rated Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Butter in the undies. Messi, uh, uh, I finally convinced my wife to listen to the podcast. Probably could have picked a better week. Oh, women, women, women love that. I mean, but 50, 50 shades of grey and everything. I mean, exactly. there's a reason why that was a phenomena and exactly. runaway success. So women, women love it when it gets a bit blue, a bit spicy. <laughs> Very shades of grey. <laughs> and uh, had a had an had an email come through from uh, a long time listener. He's not so he's not so much on Twitter anymore, but um, but uh, if I name him, but uh, he, he said that uh. Our friend, our friend, the 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 vaping expert. Yep. From uh, yep. Uh, yes, I have a question for stepdad regarding his finishing technique. Whilst we've all laid on the glue for a receptacle to do the Superman, did he keep the gloves on? Further to that, did the furry glove feel good? And has he now gone half furry? And I was like, well, my I replied, I said, like my understanding is that the, that that was a problem. The gloves were on, and he got the gloves in the yeah yeah yeah. Um, but yeah, so did the furry glove feel good? And have you now gone half furry? No, because all I could feel was the inside of the glove on my hand. Yeah, it's like the inside of a puppet. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I, said, I said at the time it didn't, it didn't do anything for me, <laughs> and it didn't detract from yeah my enjoyment. It just was. Well, if if anything, it improved my performance because it was. The novelty distraction. distraction. That's it. <laughs> so, trying to fulfil your, your your duties as fuck, as fucking Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> it also created some fucking tension in my head because, like, I didn't want to be 
thrusting away and all of a sudden in my head you go sunny day because that's a fucking slippery slope (laughs) (laughs) yeah so okay no I'm not uh, I I would not say no to doing it again but I would not request it yeah okay so when I am selecting your next one I am too uh, I won't just search in the furries subgenre or subculture I'd yeah I'd, look, I'd go furry again. Yeah. Before I got involved in any of that, like, um, horse dress up shit. What is this horse dress up shit? There's ones that dress up like horses and. Okay. Yeah. And to what end? What's the. They pretend they're a horse. What the fuck else are you dressing up like a horse for? I'm just like, how. I mean, how does that differ, you know, significantly from. You know, someone's to dress up like a fox or a... Because they're furry. The, the thing is the fur. And the, so what's, so what's the thing with the horse? Well, how, how, how much of a horse dress like, up is it? No, it's not really a horse. It's like leather and fucking mask. I still want to wear like bridles and shit yeah. like that. Oh, okay. So it seems like, okay, yeah. cool. Okay, gotcha. Um, that's it. <laughs> Episode so. 330. Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter. So follow at TWI League at Facebook.com forward slash This Week in League and uh, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Twill Nation for the Facebook group, which keeps growing week on week. Um, make sure you hit the like button, share our post, retweet, all that good shit. Help spread the word. Um, Reddit as well. R slash This Week in League over there if you're that way inclined. Um, we're Apple we're Podcasts. We're on 8chan. We're not on HM. <laughs> no manifestos. And uh and I would like to I would like to think that no one is on HM in that way that listens to the show. Um Apple Podcasts, they've uh, they've changed things up a bit. Like they've they've shuffled the categories around and things like that and removed some categories and and uh, added more categories and separated ones out. Uh, so they've changed shit up in terms of genres. So it's a little bit harder to, to find the show. I can't use the usual spiel. So just get, just do a search for this week in league and you'll find us no problem. Um, so yeah, take yourself to uh, Apple Podcasts, search for this week in league, uh, click in there, choose a rating, leave a review. Had a review this week from Beegs78. Come for the jokes, stay for the analysis. Filled with as many genuine laugh-out-loud moments, I can't believe they said that moments. Not to be listened to if you're on a long drive in the country with the family or if you're Robbie Farrer. (laughs) The measure of a good podcast is how often I share it with my mates. The most recent episode is a brilliant introduction to Twill. Listen to the first 12 12 minutes for story time and keep listening for the top-notch rugby league analysis. Uh, Thank you, sir. That's an excellent review. Love it. Um, Look, I don't... I, I don't know how representative of the of the entire catalogue is the last 12 no. minutes of last episode, but if I have my way, it will be more representative of the next future, <laughs> of the future episodes. Uh, tipping. Okay, this week we had a bit of a spread of results and, uh, you know, some of the top guys uh, dropped some points, so I may tighten things up a little bit now. Um, Tuzi on top, 102, tied with Voodoo Rock, who I believe was the 2013 tipping champion. Um, Conan the Eel with a big jump this week, uh, one point off the pace. Wobby Farah is up there in fourth. I'm fifth. Uh, Matt F is a point back in sixth, with tied with Thakos and on a blood buzz. Then one point back to Simon F and P. Lay rounding out the top 10. Supercoach, as expected, the notorious PODs still on top, but very closely followed by Sam Seals. And uh, when I saw how close they were on the Supercoach you know, overall ladder, I had a look at their points, and 
Notorious PODs is only 36 points in front of Sam Seals. So you would think in these games where they're scoring, you know, this end of the season when they're, you know, they're decent teams, they're scoring 13, 1400 a week. Not much of a margin. We could see a new winner, a new leader, sorry. Follow, uh, Bradbury's Legends in third, followed by Ivan's Lost Sons, Haystacks Calhoun, Arkham's Inmates, Big Papa Power, Lav Truck Legends, Eels from Drades. He's uh, moved up to ninth <laughs> this week. And um, Super Turbo Bros. So a bit of shuffling of the decks in terms of the the, uh, the order, but pretty much the same 10 teams we've been looking at yep. for the last couple of weeks. I don't know if I have anything much to add nope. to wrap it up this week. I've been, you know, I've been so fucking busy. I've been meaning to get those uh, caps up there, so I promise they are coming. Um, but other than that, that's it. See you next week. Later.